Hey, hey, this is Sons on Vinyl, and this week we've got Ace Freely, Skid Row, and all kinds of other good stuff in the news. We've got new releases, and we've got a movie review. Yes, a movie review on Sons on Vinyl. We'll be right back to make your ears bleed. Sounds on Vinyl, the show where a couple of guys drink from the horns and celebrate listening to the best music on vinyl. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, my name, as always, is Phil Boyer, and with me from across the vast open sea is my brother from another mother, rock star extraordinaire, lead singer of a few bands. Of a few bands. Of a few bands. Mr. Mike Svensson. Mike, what the hell do you have in your little new release pile of vinyls over there? What do you got over there? Oh, man. Uh, I think we're going to start with something good. Uh, There was – this is pretty cool. This is a pretty cool story. There was a guy. uh, I think he was was in – oh, shit. I shouldn't know this. I think it was Dallas. It was Dallas. Yes, Dallas, Texas. He's a record store owner. A huge Alice Cooper fan. So uh, Dennis Dunaway, who used to be in the uh, original Alice Cooper group, he just released a book uh, where where he, he talks about all the, the crazy stuff that went on with, with the group back in the day. Back in, they started like 19... 19- 69, I think. And uh, it was Dennis Dunaway, uh, Neil Smith, uh, oh, Michael Bruce, and Glenn Buxton, I think. Yeah, that's, and Alice, of course. That was the, like the original Alice Cooper group. So <clears throat> um, he, this guy, he talked to Dennis and he said, wouldn't it be cool if, because uh, um, Glenn Buxton, uh, he, he died a couple of uh, years ago. Uh, so uh, it was Michael Bruce, uh, Neil Smith, the drummer, and Michael Bruce plays guitar, and Dennis Dunn on, on bass guitar. So he said, <clears throat> wouldn't it be cool if you asked your 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 buddies if, if they could like come down to the record store and just maybe you could jam on, on, on something cool? Uh, and he said, "Sure, I'll ask them." And and they were on board, so he thought that <clears throat> he looked at Alice Cooper's uh, tour itinerary, and he thought, "Well, he is nearby the day before my event, and he's gonna come to Dallas the, that following uh, day." So it, it, he had a. a a layoff day on the day of the event at the record store. So he he asked Dennis, couldn't you like ask Alice if he would like to join? Uh, thinking that maybe there was a chance. And when Dennis called Alice, he said, sure, I'll do it. Uh, we have a day off, so it's it's going to be cool. And give me the the address and and where it's at. So uh, and and he came down. Actually, he came down, 
and he had um, Ryan Roxy, uh, his guitar player with him, filling in for for uh, Glenn Buxton who died. <clears throat> so um, and of course the dude recorded it, and it became a record store day release. Uh, I think it was like 2018, 19, something like that. And it sold out in like record time. I mean, it's, it was nuts. You couldn't get a hold of it. So I missed out, of course. Uh, only a few copies. But they re-released it live at the go. AstroTurf in Dallas, the original Alice Cooper group. And this is this is really, really awesome. I, I'm a huge Alice Cooper fan, so for me, this is, like, great. We got uh, Caught in a Dream, Be My Lover, I'm 18, It's My Body, No More Mr. Nice Guy, Under the Wheel, School South, Elected, and Desperado. Cool. In four different pressings, four different uh, colors. You got uh, the apricot color, which I got, which is pretty cool. And Curacao, gold and glow in the dark, glow and you get dark. E- even get a DVD with them, and oh, you can see wow. pictures here, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, if you don't buy the damn record, won't ya? So it, you can you can follow all the. Um, all the nitty-gritty stuff in uh, what's happening uh, backstage and so forth and leading up to this to this uh, show, uh, which I think is pretty cool watching. And, of course, the whole show is is taped also, so you can you can watch it. You can both listen to it on vinyl and you, and, and you can go watch it, which I th- think is pretty cool. So it's, um, mm-hmm. it's, it just came out a couple of weeks ago, so it's, it's really, really cool. Sweet. Yeah. So what what do you got? Well, Iron Maiden. Mm. I know those guys. Releasing the number of the beast, yet another re-release, and they're doing it in a triple freaking vinyl. Triple Triple. vinyl. Mm. And uh obviously it's the 40th anniversary Mm -hmm. of the beast. And uh, you know, it's got all the greats. It's got uh it's got six sides actually. Six sides of Iron Maiden. Awesome. I don't know about that triple vinyls. I I have a hard time with with like multiple vinyls. I I don't know why that is. It's it's crazy. I mean, all of a sudden people are remastering their stuff that that you only had like one album, one LP that when it came out back in the day, and now they, they I mean. Some bands they do uh, forty-five RPMs uh, with with like two two vinyls, and and you got like eight or nine or ten songs, and all of a sudden you got like two or three songs on each side, and you have to like flip it over like a million times. Uh, thinking about like three three vinyl records for crying out loud, jeez. <laughs> Well, take me whole, the whole day for crying out loud. <clears throat> I mean, if it was like, I mean, I understand like a, a double live album. Of course, it has to be, it's like 18 songs or something like that. But doing uh, a triple 
Triple vinyl record. Yeah, but see, this isn't this isn't what you're talking about. This is actual. There's like ten songs on each side or whatever it is. They've got some live stuff. They've got oh, cool. Some I I don't know if there's demos or or what, but yeah, there's there's a lot of different stuff on it. Cool. They're giving us the full Monty. Yeah, so it's six discs of like multiple songs, and yeah, it's it's like full of kick ass, man. Cool. That's great. Yeah, I can't wait for that. No, I have to buy that one. Okay, cool. It's only 60 bucks, too. (laughs) Only 60 bucks. It's cheap. Really cheap. Six records. I mean, that's like 10 bucks a record. Yeah, you see, for you, it's cheap because you only have to buy one album. I mean, so when this, when it, when is it going to be released? It's sort of like late October. I mean, do we know? Uh, So, and in that period of time, how many records do you think it's up on my list for that? Like 60, 60, 60, 60, 60. I got like four or five records. So you can do I the know. math. You're, you're, you're the maniacal collector. <clears throat> you see? You see? 20 versions of everything. Me, 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 yeah, me, me. Yeah. I get you. I yes, get you. You, you got to have the UK release, the Swedish release, the US yes. release, the Japanese release. Yes. And, and, and then there is like... Saxon releasing an album. There's Aussie releasing an album. There is Wasp releasing an album. So you see, <clears throat> we're talking about like easily forty-five thousand records in one week that I have to buy with multiple copies and from multiple countries in all over the world. So they come piling up with in 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 a truck on my on my lawn. <laughs> They're tipping oh, it over. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, maybe not. Uh, what else you got for the news here, man? Oh, yeah. Um, do you know that dude, S. Frehley, from, from, from a band called Kiss? Yeah, yeah. And he's always blabbing his mouth. I've uh, heard yeah. I, I love the dude. He's a great guitar player. I mean, those first albums with, with, with Kiss, uh, it's, you know... Me being mm-hmm. a Kiss fan, I mean the original four. There is nothing like it. But then you got like all the drugs and all the alcohol that made a mess of everything. <clears throat> so still to this day, um, you you're you're not satisfied uh, because you you got the boot or maybe you were asked to leave. I don't know because you couldn't stand up. I mean, literally, you couldn't stand up. You wouldn't show up to record stuff in the studio. Uh, Maybe you missed like six flights because you're going on your own to the venue. Six flights. So, and all of a sudden, Paul and Gene said, well, we we had it. Uh, We did a reunion tour. It's just like the 70s. Nothing has ever changed. So we're bringing in a new guy. So we're bringing in a guy called Tommy Thayer who puts on Ace's makeup because it's a business. <clears throat> and now Ace Frehley has japped about this for a long time, how he thinks that it's not fun to watch Tommy Thayer uh, play the stuff because he, he gets 
everything right. He does all my licks note for note, and he got no personality, and he sucks, and he why is he using my makeup and so forth? <clears throat> and now he changed shit up, and he said, "Well, uh, speaking of other guitar players in Kiss, Bruce Kulick, now there's a guy for you." And and people are going, uh, "Okay, what's going on here?" And all of, all of a sudden, he celebrates Bruce Kulick. Well, he took all my my parts and all my uh, stuff that I did back in the day, and he he transformed it and did it by his own demise. I mean, he he did some different notes here and there, and and it was it's it's much more lively. It's much more personal. It, it's way better than Tommy Thayer. So I think they would be a, a better fit if, if Bruce Kulick were, were the guy instead. And I'm thinking, what's the point of all this? Now Bruce Kulick has gone out and said, I, I think that Kiss did the right choice in putting... Tommy Thayer in in Ace's makeup. He does a great job. <clears throat> because Bruce is Bruce. He's always been in the Kiss family since they did the reunion. He's always been called upon by by Paul and Gene to, hey, we got this project, you want to come over? Hey, we're doing this show here, we want to come over? Hey, we're doing this, Kiss Cruise, you want to come over? <clears throat> All the time. And and of course, he's not going to say a bad word about Tommy Thayer. He's not stupid, and he's not a drunk either. Even though Ace Frehley is 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 sober, <clears throat> so he say I don't know. But it's I know it's nuts. I mean, what do you think about all this? Have Have you ever heard about that stuff? I mean. I try to stay out of that kind of drama. I mean, you know, there, there's always these guys that are going off on this or that or the other thing. You know, somebody's bitching about this or bitching about that. It's like, you know what? How about you just shut the fuck up? Yeah, you see? You're <laughs> not in the band shit. anymore. It's Nobody like Dave Mustaine for crying out loud. Yeah, all these guys bitching about the You haven't been in Metallica and... since 1981. Could you give it a rest? Jeez. What yeah. the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, you don't. It just. I don't know, man. It's yeah, that kind of drama. No yeah. thanks. No thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, have you been watching these uh, uh, documentaries on Patient Number Nine that Ozzy's been putting out? The documentary no, the making. I I actually haven't. I I were supposed to. I was supposed to do it, but but something came up and I I just forgot about it. So tell me about it. I haven't seen him either. I oh, was, okay. I'm curious that, you know, Ozzy's been doing this and, and kind of documenting this stuff. I feel like, you know, with all the shit that Ozzy's got going on right now, mm -hmm. he's not slowing down. The shit no. is not slowing him down, man. No. You know, with the, the whole Parkins, Parkinson's thing and mm. and all that. And he's just like doing these documentaries. He's, um, you know, putting out records. I think he's already working on the next record. Like mm. this dude is just insane. It, but, but no, I, I haven't I, seen him. <clears throat> I heard a rumor about that, doing all the stuff, being ready for the next release, doing the patient number nine and so forth. <clears throat> and uh, people 
are saying, well, he's not fit to play live anymore. He couldn't do bits and pieces every now and then, like he did with with uh, Tony Iommi on that thing right. in, in Birmingham. But do, going out on on the road again, doing tours, that that's not gonna happen. Well, I I don't know. Let's see. Um, he, he's supposed he says to come it to... is. He says he's, yeah, he's yeah. getting ready, man. He's just <clears throat> healing up, and he'll be out there. So yeah, yeah. But he's been saying that for like the 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 last like three or four years. He canceled th- this tour uh, called No More Tears, I think, No More or oh, something like that, with Judas Priest as opening act. Three times in Sweden, they've canceled. Mm. So, so we're coming up on on. I think it's maybe it's the third time. Third time's the charm. I don't know. It's be it should be coming in in May to Stockholm. So let's see. But people are saying that he's releasing all the material just because he can't go on tour and he doesn't want to quit just yet. So, but he still can sing and 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 write songs and and whatnot. So. He's making it up for as he goes along. I I don't know. I don't know. But that's the <laughs> rumors I've heard. It could be. It, it could, could be Sharon too. I don't know. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who knows what the dynamic is with, with those guys? <laughs> you know. You know. Sure. Part of me feels like if Ozzy stopped doing all this stuff, he'd be fucking dead. The other part oh, yeah. of me thinks that Sharon is pushing him into this. So mm. who knows? Who knows no, what I the don't. truth is? Yeah, I don't know either. So, but 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 still. <clears throat> and speaking of singers, um, uh, there is a Swedish dude. In an American band, uh, they scouted him. Oh, it sounds like the 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 theme from like what's he called, Rockstar? No, that that movie with with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that was based on uh, Ripper Owens. Yeah, well, it's based on Ripper Owens. He's a fan of a band, and he gets to be a lead singer. And this mm-hmm. is the same thing, Eric Grunval. Is the Swedish singer in Skid Row, <clears throat> and they, he was in a Swedish band called Heat, uh, and they opened it up for Skid Row uh, a couple of times, I think. So they knew about him and uh, uh, sent him a note. I think it was Rachel Ball on the bass guitar uh, player um, <clears throat> who sent him a note uh, on a DM on Instagram because he didn't know how to uh, get a hold of him, and he said. Hey, would you like to audition for for Skid Row? Because, uh, and he's been in Swedish Idol playing Skid Row songs, and Rachel didn't actually know that, but it was one of those songs that he did for both the audition and 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 for the final. I think he won the the, the Swedish, you know, the American Idol. It's the same right. thing, but he called it the Swedish Idol. So uh, he said, "Sure, I'll, I'll do it." And uh, all of a sudden, like it, it took only a couple of months, and then he was uh, uh, the, the new lead singer in Skid Row. <clears throat> and this is funny because uh, I read an interview with with Eric, and he said, "Well, uh, because they asked him, how about the new fans? Have they taken you to heart yet?" And say, so, yeah, a lot of them have. But <clears throat> also it's funny because we went uh, uh, down to California to play a show. And um, there were people that came up to me after the show and say, 
wow, Sebastian Bach, you're you're still got it. And and he didn't know what to say. So, well, that's America for you right there. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that hanging. I'm just going to leave, leave it, that hanging. Leave it hanging. <laughs> leave, yeah. leave it hanging. So, <clears throat> but have you heard him sing with Skid Row? Fuck no, man. I gave Fuck up no. on Skid Row back in 1989. Oh. I haven't listened to Skid Row since then. No? No. no. When they put He's... out that 18 in life shit and... Man, I was done. I was fucking done with that. Oh man, wasn't that on the first album though? Yeah. So you never liked Skid Row? No, I did. Youth Gone Wild had a had a certain place when I was eighteen, and had that you know it was that anthem stuff. But I don't know. I grew out of Skid Row real quick. Mm. Yeah, it's so. it's not my cup of tea either. The the first album, it's it's pretty cool with Youth Gone Wild and and. So forth. I, I love Sebastian's singing, though. <clears throat> but Eric is it's pretty close, actually. He he's a really really good singer. I've heard all the, the 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 singers that they they had right after Sebastian, and it's well, not that much. <laughs> but it, it's <clears throat> I'm not really that interested. I'm interested because Eric is uh is a really great guy. Uh, he's got uh, his heart in the right place, and he is really, really cool dude. So, so I'm I'm happy for him as a musician and and mm-hmm. so so forth. So, but other than that, well, not so much. Well, it, you know, it it <clears throat> is it is nice to see a band from the '80s still kicking it, still going. One of the yeah. you know, because a lot of those bands, I mean, some of them are still around trying to make it, but. Mm. They're not really. <clears throat> oh, and, yeah, I don't know, and maybe speaking, Skid Row isn't either. No, but, and speaking of bands from 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 the eighties, um, I mean, okay, technically they started in nineteen seventy seven, uh, which, um, uh, um, yeah, well, they, I think it was like nineteen eighty, they released their first album. I'm talking about uh, the British band Saxon. Of course, <clears throat> and here's the cool thing. I actually went to a section show uh, just the other day, and and I uh, was talking to a friend of mine. I said, "Wow, dude, Saxon are still going? Yeah, and it's great. I, I watch them at Sweden Rock Festival, and they kicked ass <clears throat> playing one of those big stages, and 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 there was uh, packed. The crowd was packed in front of the stage." And and they're real funny to 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 uh, to look at. I mean, they got their <clears throat> they're they're really British, so they, they don't like it. It's there's something going on there, which which I think it's it's cool. I mean, Biff Byford, the singer, is like seventy one years old, Damn. and he's head banging and he's doing his stuff, and and he's so freaking cool. That dude. I mean, they played for almost like two hours. <clears throat> which I, I think is really, really cool. But this is the thing that I was talking about uh, when you said that it's cool that some of the 80s band are still around and <clears throat> that there is, at a, at a certain point, uh, I think there is bands that should have stopped w- when they were on top uh, because they, they can't cut it anymore uh, or... M- 
I mean, I mean, barely they couldn't cut it in in the eighties, but still, that's a that's a whole different thing. But <clears throat> Saxon is one of those bands that sold out arenas with with with. Um, I mean, you got like uh, Wheels of Steel. Uh, you got like uh, Crusader is a great album. You got Strong on all the Law and 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 so forth. <clears throat> but all of a sudden, in the in the early nineties. For most of these bands, it's just stopped. They couldn't sell out arenas anymore because uh, they did a world tour and, and it, it's always arenas. So they said, well, <clears throat> how about Sweden? How about Denmark and Germany? Where do we go? Well, in Sweden, you're, you're only you're, you're selling out clubs. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Okay, so when you go to Germany... You you get to to go to the bigger venues because you you sell like tickets for like bet- between ten and and twelve thousand show up okay cool let's do that how about the uh, Denmark yeah it's still clubs so they they're moving around some some countries let them play they sell huge amount of tickets uh, so they come play there in Sweden they sell out a club with like Seven, seven to eight hundred people, and they still come, put on a great show. <clears throat> but they sort of like it's leveled out for them. They don't say no to stuff. Well, we used to be big, man. We're not playing clubs anymore. That's just lame. No, they're saying okay. The fans want want us to come. Seven hundred people has bought tickets the other day to 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 KB in Malmo in Sweden. Let's go. Let's do it. And they put on a great show for an hour, hour and 45, up to two hours. They put on a great show and and you get your your money's worth. And I think that's, that's, I mean, to be thinking like that still, 71 years old, 70, somewhere around mm-hmm. that, between like 65 and 70 are all the guys. That, that's great. That, that's, I mean, that's respect, I think. Right. Yeah. What's your take on that? You know, I think that's a great attitude to know that you've, you've done your thing and you've, some would argue, run your course and you're done and you should give it up, but you still Mm -hmm. got some good stuff left in you that you want to put out there for people. Yeah. I think it's great that they're saying yes to clubs and not being all, you know, uh, elitist and, you know, Hey, we we just, we're only going to do arenas. That's like, fuck you. Get out there yeah. for the fans. For me, if I was a musician and I'm at that age, I would rather do that. Yeah. Right? I would ra- I feel like you 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 would connect with the fans, especially all your your older fans. Yeah. You're gonna connect with them on a level that you probably never did. These guys that have been listening to you for like, you know, 80 years, you're gonna be able to connect with them. So I think that's awesome. I think yeah. that's something that I would I would do it as a musician. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's, 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 I've said this before, but it's sort of like a British thing. I mean, <clears throat> it's working class. It's Saxon, it's Motorhead, it's Maiden and, and, and Judas Priest and whatnot. There is something special going on there. Cause <clears throat> um, all of a sudden, Biff tells the audience, I, hey, thank you so much for buying this new album. 
that I'm holding up here. If you're watching on YouTube, it's called Carpe Diem. It's just mm -hmm. been released uh, only a couple of months ago. And it's climbing the charts in Sweden. Mm. It's it it's been here uh, sort of like uh, around two weeks. It's not number fifteen in 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 the Swedish charts. I mean, nice. people are still buying physical albums from a, a band that started in nineteen seventy seven because they are thankful for people showing up if it's 700 500 10,000 20,000 they don't care as long as people are showing up they're thankful and he lets us know it from the main stage he says thank you so much for still coming out to show i mean I, there's a guy in the corner holds up uh, uh, um um, some some sort of, of banner that it says uh, Sex and Crusader Tour 1984. <clears throat> yeah. And you can see him holding up this banner and you see there's younger kids that, that are in the audience. Everybody's welcome. And they let you know it, that they're grateful for you to coming up on the show, having a good time. And he's taking up his, his his cell phone, is filming the audience, put it on Facebook and say, so make a lot of noise for, for Facebook here on our page and, and, and people are going wild. Let the audience be part of what you're doing and, and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it, it's like you said, it, it's, it's, it's great that you can still be able to... to to do whatever the hell you want when when you're at that age and you used to be one of the biggest metal bands in the world you're not there anymore but you don't care as long as you sell tickets as long as people want to see a section show they'll show up and they'll put on a great show so so that's, that's that that's that. all right cool all right i got something fun right now oh cool something Let's fun go. So, how would you like to have the ability to press your own vinyl records in your house? Oh, yeah. Oh, any day. <laughs> well, this, uh, this company called Teenage Engineering, they've released this PO-80 record factory oh. that you can actually make your own vinyl at home. Now, a couple caveats. Mm-hmm. You can only do, I think it's, it's three. Let me look at my notes here. It supports five inch records for cutting supports four minutes or three minutes of recording time per side at three 33 RPM or 45 RPM respectively. So you can also include a seven inch record adapter to play back larger records. Oh, cool. So it's both a player <clears throat> and you can cut your own vinyl. Oh, so that's... maybe we should start doing some sons on vinyl shorts and start pressing oh. our own vinyl. Oh, that's cool. Doing it's seven inches, forty nine bucks. Huh? What? Hundred and forty nine bucks. Oh. I don't know what the the vinyl part costs. No, but yeah, man, that's pretty good great. price. 
It's really good price. Jeez, you have to look into that, man. Be yeah. able to pr- to press your own records. Damn, yeah. that's that's great. <laughs> How fun would that be? Could you yeah. imagine once I get to Sweden, you and I were sitting drinking whiskey and making records? Oh man, <laughs> damn! You know what's cool is there's a lot of newer bands. Um, and even some of the older bands and they're just releasing singles. I forget what band I read. I think it was yesterday. They're only going to do singles. It might Mm -hmm. be actually might be Godsmack. I can't remember, but anyway, this would be great for them. Just here you go. Like DIY record Mm -hmm. label. Here you go. We'll do our own vinyl and pop that out. Do it like on demand. You wouldn't have to worry about the cost of storage and all that stuff. Oh, I don't know man. what kind of quality you get. It's 150 bucks. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. It can't be that great, <laughs> honestly. Um, but, I mean, it's 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 a cool thing, man. It's a promotional thing, at least. I yeah. mean, to be able to do that. Hey, we got a new release. You want, you want to buy one? It's, it's, it's only made in like 10 copies. Yeah. You want to be the one? I mean, you could, you could even do it like a special for... for for like the diehard fans oh, and, yeah. and, and so forth and, and do different pressings with different um, cover arts and so forth. Man, that would be cool. Limited editions. Talk Limited about edition. it. You do live shows, man. You record your live show. You take your, the single, you pop that out. You sell that in every, for every venue you play. I mean, oh, come on. Kind of, it, the, the possibilities are endless. Oh man. Let's go. Let's you do have it. To look, Let's do it. You have to look into this, crying out loud. Jeez, that's great. It's fun. Yeah. That's some good so, stuff. <clears throat> the last thing I've got, mm-hmm. and then we can wrap it up, but we promised a movie review. And everybody's Ooh. out there like, what the fuck movie review would you do? <laughs> so this is a movie that came out a while back. Um, mm-hmm. I had very little interest in seeing it. I watched the trailer and thought it was just ridiculous but have you seen the studio 666 no i haven't i i just seen the trailer and i i i agree with you it's sort of like it's a bit corny and it's a bit i don't know i don't know what's going on but still okay so it was on like hbo or something Mm -hmm. and my wife she's like okay let's watch it let's give Mm -hmm. it a shot right yeah i'm like I'm really not a Foo Fighters fan, but, <laughs> but I was a fan of the record that they put out as the band in the movie, oh. you know, uh, yeah, cause it yeah, was like yeah. a metal record that they did. Yeah. Right. So I was a fan of that. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We got nothing else to do. Let's fucking do it. Let's watch it. Let's do it. Let's make it mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. It was actually surprisingly pretty good Oh, for a bunch of motherfuckers that aren't <laughs> actors. Yeah. It's like you guys can act better than some actors out there. <laughs> it's like it was Dave Grohl was actually really good in that. Yeah. It wasn't scary, so if you're not a big horror fan, um it, don't worry about it. It's really not scary. It's more there's a lot of jokes in there and there's some there's a little bit of gore in there, but not not a lot. It's just it's it's kind of a fun movie. It's it's mm-hmm. what you'd expect out of the Foo Fighters. Yeah. So uh, you know, I give it a thumbs up. I mean, cool. 
It's uh, I, there's a lot of fun parts. Basically, they're the premise. If you don't know, they they need to record a new record, and the record company sets them up in this this house that this band and I'm drawing a blank on the band bef- that was in there before, where the lead singer went psycho and killed the his bandmates, oh. which is what happened to the Foo Fighters. So, and watching this now versus when it came out like okay who's who's gonna die and then it came to taylor hawkins death scene and that kind of got a little surreal we all knew oh. it was coming but oh, it's kind of like oh, okay oh, that that was shit. that was weird yeah but um i thought it was interesting that there, there was a scene because they're doing this record that's like 45 minutes long like a 45 minute long song oh right so they're they're taking this whole thing to a whole new level and Dave Grohl in it, he goes, yeah, we're going to do, how do you put it? Something like the, the 2112 of 2112 referring <laughs> to the Rush album. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in the, um, the tribute concert they did uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, they actually Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson come on and they did the 2112, the beginning of 2112, oh, which I thought was kind of cool Yeah, as a, as an homage back to the movie. So I don't yeah. know if that was. Taylor Hawkins, you know, one of his favorite Rush songs or the band like that song or, or what, but yeah, um, I thought that was pretty cool, but yeah, yeah, go see the the movie, man. Go see it. Oh, cool. I think I you'll enjoy it. It's yeah, fun for cool. the whole family. It is. It is. Well, that's cool. I have to do that right away. Go do it now. Go do it do, now. Do it now. Yeah. We'll oh. end the show. Yeah. You go do it now. Everybody you just go watch. We'll have a watch party. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, awesome. all right. So, if you've got a question, you've got feedback, you want to tell us how much we suck, we're going to put a link in the description where you can go do that. You can record your voice even. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, you mm-hmm. can go and do that. We'll get it up on air in future episodes. Last week, we actually had a question about a turntable mm-hmm. that uh, that Mike was able to answer. So, uh yeah, come on the show. Be part of the show. This isn't just a spectator, bitches. No. Let's go. Let's let's get in here and let's be part of the show. Let's do it. And uh yeah, and if you're only listening to this and you want to see how beautiful we are, mm-hmm. then go check us out on YouTube. Yeah. Or go to boozehoundtv.com and you see. Until next time I'm going to fix the lighting so you can see how beautiful I am in real life. <laughs> I I'm I'm looking like a horror movie now for Christ's sakes. A horror movie. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. Halloween coming up. That's right. Freaking That's right. Halloween. All right. And with that, yes. any last words? Oh, yeah. Don't forget to check out uh, the Sons on Vinyl uh, on, on Instagram and go to sonsonvinyl.com for all the nitty-gritty stuff that you need. And we're still on Facebook if you're still on there. Uh, and and that's it. That's Fucking all I got. Facebook. Facebook. We're ending <laughs> with Facebook. <laughs> the book of faces alright well until next week later later this has been the sounds on vinyl show with Mike Spenson and Phil Boyer produced by Boozehound Entertainment in cooperation with Boozehound Music intro and outro music by Dead Anarchy courtesy of Shop Class Records for exclusive playlists videos and other extras visit soundsonvinyl.com Thanks for listening and for all your motherfucking support.